Hi, this is Dr. Doug with Dr. Josh. Uh, welcome to our next podcast. Um, Thanks for listening. So we're going to talk about, uh, of course, uh, a few things that are going on uh, just in this last uh, week since we did our last podcast. Fortunate enough to have uh, several doctors come uh, and listen to our uh, pitch at our spiel, uh, one visiting from Chicago and, and a local doctor, um, both very interested in the direct primary care movement, again, for a lot of the typical reasons, frustration with insurance uh, and lack of uh, quality patient care that's uh, fulfilling on a professional level. And talking to the doc from Chicago, it, it's, you know, we see it over and over again. They're the same complaints, the same concerns, and the same overwhelming um, just disappointment with kind of where medicine has gone, why they went into it, and why they want to change. And, you know, again, that's why we're, we're doing these podcasts and, and why we're, we're talking to everyone. We, we want people to feel uh, satisfied with their profession again. Well, we, we want to hopefully share um, uh, hope with, with doctors that there is a, a better way and, uh, and they can get to what they expected out of medicine from the beginning. And, and in a, a fantastic switch, you know, we geared obviously this towards, uh, you know, direct primary care, but, you know, we are continuing to see more and more specialists be interested, uh, and there is certainly a place for that. And, you know, as things go on, we even hope to uh, integrate all of uh, the, the nationwide uh, list of direct primary care offices out there with specialists like dermatologists and mm-hmm. uh, ophthalmologists and, and people to just have kind of instant access, almost uh, concierge physicians for the physicians uh, so that they can help their patients on a much uh, more timely and certainly cost-effective scale. We had a OB and an anesthesiologist from Florida contact us about uh, how they could adapt the model for their practice. Uh, a couple of family medicine residents who I think mostly they were just starting their third year and looking at uh, career planning and, and what their move will be in, in 10 to 12 months. Um, so uh, we, uh, we love having those phone calls uh, and a lot of those get started by emails and so we would encourage you to email us at hello at atlas.md uh, and if you include your, your phone number in there, we'll call you back as soon as we can and set up a time to uh, answer any questions. So for uh, kind of our main topic this week, um, one of the things we'd like to do is uh, kind of talk to, to you guys about how, how you can sell this idea or how you can explain this uh, to potential patients because we get inundated, obviously, with questions from potential patients just calling our clinic and asking us how it works. Uh, we have a pretty good handle on it since it's what we do, but we get a lot of questions directed towards physicians that want to do this, uh, and they may may not always have the, uh, the answers. So uh, we hope to kind of fill you in on, on what we discuss with patients when they call and ask us how we work. Most doctors just, I don't think, feel comfortable, um, dare I say, giving the sales pitch. Uh, not that we want people to feel like used car salesmen, no offense to used car salesmen, but um, I think the better the, uh, the physician understands how to explain the benefits and the savings, the more likely patients are to join. And so we want to arm you with those, uh, a couple of those examples uh, and what we've learned along the way. Well, part, of the, part of the problem that's gotten you know, physicians into the, the predicament that we are, I mean, obviously it's multifactorial, but you know, medicine or, or healthcare is a business. It always has been. Um, patients 
pay physicians for their services, whether it be their knowledge, their technical skill as uh, a surgeon, uh, etc. So um, we need to, to really go back and focus on how do we uh, embrace that, you know, and not shy away from it. So a lot of times uh, we get asked um, about how do you talk to pay, uh, patients about just paying directly instead of handing in their uh, insurance card and, and having the uh, the magic happen in some back office somewhere. And it's really quite easy. You can take pride in the fact that you're offering an excellent value proposition to the patient. So you may not be used to telling a patient it's $50 a month for your services, but when you explain to them what they're getting in return, it's very easy. Uh, we've always hated the term, you, you know, a physician or anybody making money can either eat good or sleep good, implying that it's hard to be proud about the profit you make. But in this model, you really can be. I mean, you, you are offering a lot to the patients, and, and that's why we do encourage you to um, aim lower on your prices and higher on your value because uh, it improves your chance for success. And, and we've, we've said it many times, you know, if, if you target... Uh, the 1%, then you can only expect 1% of the market. And, uh, you know, that's that's fine for, you know, the first few people that pretty much uh, absorb that entire 1%. But the other 99% is uh, there ready and waiting, and uh, that's a much more commercially viable option. So when a patient asks, what am I getting? We want you to uh, feel comfortable saying it's a, uh, for us, based on our model, so for, you know, relative to how we're designed, it's simple age-based pricing, and we base it on age because no one feels sick. You know, besides being overweight and having diabetes and thyroid cancer and blood pressure, I'm a pretty healthy person. Uh, you, you know that we hear that very often. So playing into the fact that patients don't view themselves as sick, uh, you don't want to set your prices in a way that that is it very is, uh, will change based on their medical history. The simpler your pricing, the easier it is for them to share this with friends and family. So uh, that's some of your best marketing is that word of mouth, that transferable trust. And if your patients can't understand your model, they surely can't share it with their friends and family to get more people to join. So simple age-based pricing. Again, you can see this on our website, but it's $10 for kids, 0 to 19, with a parent is enrolled. Within $50, $75, or $100 per month, based on uh, three age ranges uh, throughout the years. We break that up 20 to 44, uh, ages 45 to 64, and 65 and older. Uh, Yes, uh, the price does go up, and and anybody near a price break is going to ask, well, why do I have to pay more because I just turned 45 or or 46? Well, and the reason being, you know, at at some point you do have to make, and it's a fairly arbitrary break uh, in that, that model, you know, some... Uh, some practices will have, you know, five, six, uh, seven models. Uh, actually, one that we know of had, uh, you know, three different pricing structures, and then inside of that, it had uh, well, three different t- quality yeah. tiers, yeah. and then within that, four different age-based pricing. So you're talking about twelve different things that you have to keep track of, and then you have to tell people, well, depending on what tier you're on, so you know how quickly we'll get back to you. So that doesn't really work, but and most doctors don't see themselves as offering one quality of care to one group uh, and then a higher quality of care to a, a group that pays more. I, you know, being, I want everyone to know when they come through the doors, they're going to get the same level of care regardless of their socioeconomic background. And the reason that older patients, the, the price goes up is, is quite simple, really. Um, we do limit the number of patients that we have, and we want to offer the best care that we can. And by and large, 
as age goes up, the number and complexity of medical conditions, not to mention just screening exams, uh, becomes more complex and time intensive. So uh, if I have 470 um, year old patients, I'm probably going to be a lot busier making sure that the medicines they're on aren't interacting. They're not uh, on the skip- age list. Yeah, they're not skipping out on any of their their maintenance exams or their their they're following up on all of the recommendations. Versus if I have uh, 600 young families that you know children come in for their their physicals once a year, they sometimes they fall down, and go boom. That doesn't absorb as much of my time. So that's really the reason. We're just able to see fewer older patients by and large because we want to make sure we have time to focus on them. And so um, it also helps to balance out your revenue. Uh, as family physicians, it, there's a benefit when we go and talk to a company is we can take care of everyone, uh, essentially. And uh, so a pediatrician is going to have a slightly different issue or an internal medicine doctor, uh, whereas they you know, aren't taking care of the full age spectrum, but there's other perks to their business model. So um, we can give kids away maybe a little cheaper than a pediatrician might in this model, um, but we need to charge a little bit more than an internist might be able to for the older patients so that it balances out. An internist seeing, you know, let's say just mostly ages 20 on, uh, on up, their balance might come out to... 60, 65, 70 dollars on average per patient, or they might be able to fill up quicker because they can just do two age brackets, less than 50 and over 50, and 15, 75 dollars. So each value proposition will change slightly based on what you want from your practice, uh, and I think that's important. But you can look at our model, a family medicine model, being sort of a middle of the road. Um, and then a pediatrician might do 1,200 patients at $25 instead of 600 patients at 50 um, et cetera. And the way you really sell this, too, I mean, the, the things that we've added in as values, uh, the, it, it almost sells itself. And for some patients, it actually does because they make money. And uh, medications uh, are, are absolutely huge. Uh, we're working on lab interfaces with um, some national laboratories for, for pricing there, but, but really the medications, uh, that's where it's at because, you know, if people are on medications daily uh, and many people are on several medications daily, if you can save them money on those, we and we have numerous examples of patients that were spending more on medicines alone than what they spend now being a member and getting the same medicine. So they literally are making money, uh, and at, on that point, they would go back to losing money and having no extra health care so for those same dollars. when you're sitting in front of the patient and, uh, or a potential patient, and they say, what am I getting? You, the cost uh, might be $50 a month, but what, what they're paying might actually be less than that because you're saving them $30, $50, $75 a month on their medicines. Their cost might actually be that they're making money. And, and so you can explain this to them, that this high value, unlimited care, specialized attention, round-the-clock convenience, and there's a peace of mind to that, uh, that they know they're not vulnerable to running to the ER because Johnny falls down and splits his chin, they're going to be able to come to you for stitches. Or and if, if you think of it like a security system, you know, it's something you pay every month for hoping nothing bad happens, but when it does, you know somebody's there. If AAA. Uh, yeah, AAA is the same, you know, say, uh, same example. If you have us in your back pocket as your doctors, you can tell patients, you know, if it's 10 o'clock on a Friday night and little Johnny falls down and, has, and needs stitches, you just call your doctor. You don't have to go to the ER with 
the other several thousand patients in town that needed to go to the ER at the same time. And they want to see their doctor. They want to see the person they have a relationship with. So you're selling that bond, that relationship too, um, but in a financially beneficial way. They're saving money and have uh, a better relationship with their doctor. And for um, those people out there that have ever gone to the doctor and told, you know, I only have time for one one condition, one complaint, you know, what? pick one and let's go with it. Well, here you can bring all of your complaints. That's what this is for. If I can address all of them at once, what's the point of me bringing you back multiple times? It's It really, it's a terrible use of everyone's resources. Another perk is the technology visits. Um, every other industry is maximizing their use of technology for communication, um, but I think the medical field is falling behind. If I can keep a poor patient who has a you know a ten dollar an hour job uh, at work because they can send me a text message about their question or their illness or their heartburn, and I can mail them the medicines. I'm saving them a copay, I'm saving them time away from work that wouldn't be paid for, and I'm saving them money on their medicines. And so this really hits a broad demographic. Uh, mom doesn't have to leave work to pick up a child from daycare because daycare can send mom or the doctor a picture of what I've been seeing this week a lot of, hand, foot, and mouth. Uh, and so you, that saves mom lost wages, that saves mom lost time, uh, etc. So you, the more you feel comfortable explaining all the benefits, the easier you're going to show patients uh, how they uh, overwhelmingly benefit by being in this model. So and there's the more, all kinds the, of perks. And the more confident you are, you know, uh, a, a car mechanic, an electrician, a plumber, they are not shy whatsoever about talking about their fees. It's something that they know they're worth and they're going to earn. When people ask us how much we uh, are per month, it's $50 for your age range, or it's 75 If you sound confident about that, then people are going to trust that much more than if you kind of dance around the issue and say, well, you know, it's we, we're okay, we're $50 a month. If you're not confident in that and you don't feel like uh, you know you're, you're worth what you're earning because of the value you're giving back, then patients uh, begin to distrust you from day one. And I think on some level, doctors are good at this. Yeah, I've got to convince you that you need your simvastat, and I've got to convince you that you need to treat your diabetes. And so we're, we're, we're pretty good at giving sales pitches for uh, more medical things, so we're just sort of changing the direction here. Uh, another great perk is house calls. And that sort of scares a lot of doctors, I think. They, they worry about offering that because it's so unfamiliar to them. And I would say overwhelmingly, uh, patients love the idea of it and are very respectful of that ability. Uh, and so they love to know that worst case scenario, you can come to them. They can't get out of bed because of a migraine or they got the stomach flu or um, uh, you the, the they can't leave work because they're a single parent or the car doesn't work, and you can come out to them and, and, and help them. Uh, it's incredibly rewarding as a physician and, and doesn't sink the ship. I just, you know, give the doctors out there some peace of mind, you know, a couple, a month probably with our practice. Uh, yes, and, I that, and that's for, not, not per patient, for every patient. Yeah, for every patient. Um, and so that's a huge value that you can offer that keeps mom and dad happy or uh, I can go do a nursing, uh, a nursing home visit or assisted living visit or just a home visit on an elderly patient because it keeps the, the caregiving family, uh, it gives them that peace of mind. And so that piece is large in value and to the, the consumer and low in actual cost 
uh, uh, to the the doctor or the practice. And same day visits, you know, we're not talking about keeping your schedule open for you know just a few you know ill visits here and there. I mean, these are things that you know if if people all of a sudden decide they want to come in for something that's been chronic but now bugging them, your schedule is very open. The same day visits. That's a huge selling point, and more often than not, our patients, I mean, when your patients realize what they're getting, they'll sell it. Uh, they'll, the word of mouth that we have, uh, the number of people that we have call in, we ask them how they've heard about it, say, oh, a friend of mine's a patient of yours, she just can't stop talking about it, I, I, I want in on this. So yeah. you'll find it's, it happens more often than not, and it, it gives you really a good feeling that you're doing something good as a physician again. Just yesterday, I had a patient tell me her last doctor would almost uh, maintain the entire conversation with his back to her because he was typing on the computer trying to finish the, you know, obviously the EMR. Um, and so it was just she thought it was great that we had a standard conversation face to face like real people do. Yeah, if um, you if you can recognize uh, your physician just you know just by the back of their head, it's probably time to switch. Yeah. So um, I think uh, that should wrap it up for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any other thoughts or questions that you'd like us to address on each uh, podcast, by all means, um, please let us know. Uh, we did hit on this last week. Uh, we want to share. Um, our FAQs, our website, our, our, our theme with other physicians so that they don't have to reinvent the wheel. So please feel free to um, use our website as you um, as a guide or, or as just a, a template as you get ready to build your own practices. Um, we can always be reached at hello at atlas.md for questions or direct contact, set up phone calls with uh, physicians or patients. Um, and be sure to go to IWantDirectCare.com for, uh, to, to register. Put your pin on the map that you are either doing or interested in doing uh, direct primary care so that patients and other doctors can find you uh, and, and grow the movement uh, because I think we need to show that, there's, that we're reaching a critical mass here uh, definitely more every week. And then our software for physicians should be coming out shortly. And we've been using it now for uh, the full version for about a week. And, uh, you know, it, it really is, it, it's just mind-boggling to see what else is out there and then, you know, what we've, what we've accomplished so far and what's on the horizon for it. Uh, I, I think it will really, it will change minds about uh, how patients and physicians uh, interact uh, vis-a-vis um, software. All right. That's it for this week. Thanks again, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks.